This week's throwback to black goes to a quote from Muhammad Ali. It isn't the mountains ahead to climb that wear you down. It's the pebbles in your shoe. Throwback to black, Muhammad Ali. Now let's start the motherfucking show. What's good, my people? What up, what up, what up, what is up? It's the Bower Lunch Hour. Sir. And we back for a new show. We are back. Hey, it's your Captain Corey Doseki. Sound something else? We in the building. Yes, sir. On the ship. Welcome back to the Power Lunch Hour. Welcome back. We happy to have you. We happy right. to have you, man. Yeah. How you doing? How was your weekend? Did you enjoy the Super Bowl? Oh, man. <laughs> Let's talk about it. You know, you know, you know niggas single when they talk about the Super Bowl. Fuck Valentine's Day. Oh, that happened? <laughs> Shit. Fuck Valentine's Day. I was telling my coworker, I said, I'm so excited for the holiday. She's like, yeah, I got big Valentine's Day plans. I said, oh, no, nah, I was talking about the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. <laughs> I ain't even think about that. But yeah, that's cool, too. That's, that that sounds fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I really enjoyed the Super Bowl, bro. I really I did. did. I uh, did. It was a good game. I didn't good think I was, show. I didn't think I was going to uh, want to watch the damn game because my team not in it. Mm, I feel you. So I'm like, but I really wanted, I really wanted the Rams to win. Yeah. Um, Odell Beckham. I think he deserved the ring. He did. Um, Stafford. I, I I think he deserved the ring. He had some hard times in the trade. He did. So it's a it's. They definitely gonna they definitely gonna make a movie out of his ass. You know, you know it's coming. <laughs> they gonna make a, a Kurt Warner movie. You out know of his it's ass. coming, right? Um, what's big guy name to say to tackle man? What's uh, the name? You know, I don't know. I was about to call him Danny Glover. Damn. Uh, but oh, oh, buddy, too, he deserved a ring. He put a lot of work in. Right, he made the game right there. Save the save the seat. Save the the game. Um, but uh, halftime though. Halftime was the most beautiful blacklist shit. Halftime, I had to, uh, I had to exit my 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 Facebook post and had to go back to Twitter, because Twitter is where the conversation needs to be at. You can't have these damn conversations. You can't live Facebook people. You really can't. You can live tweet. You can live tweet, and that's what a family reunion was. <laughs> that's I, that's where you gotta go. And I appreciate everybody. Who you gotta go there. We was partying on Twitter, bro. It was a good time. It was a good time, man. I've 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 re rekindled my love for Twitter, bro. man. Uh, I truly love Twitter when something's like going on. There's something, especially a black event. I love yeah. going go in there and see what the comments are. Because you're going to laugh harder at Twitter. <laughs> shit, like, yup, they saw the same shit I saw. You got to be a little intelligent to work Twitter because you got to multitask. You got to multitask. Yes. You got to read, retweet, respond, post. You know, know. Screenshot. Yes. Uh, you know. So I can go deliver it over to uh, Instagram because they late. Yeah. <laughs> <Instead> <laughs> This 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 is what uh, Yahoo Messenger trained me for. You know what I'm saying? I've been in these you know, streets. I've been in these goddamn analog streets, man. I, I know <laughs> how to get these conversations. You don't know these trenches that I've been yeah. in. That, that, uh, Yahoo Messenger taught me how to room in a move in a room full of vultures. You know what I'm saying? Real talk. So shout out to Twitter, man. We had a good time. Everybody, IG, damn, that's fans. Like, bitch, you late. <laughs> we already discussed this three conversations We've ago on Twitter. We talked about this We didn't talk. I'm just giving y'all some nuggets so y'all can have play around a little bit. So what you think about Super Bowl, bro? Man, I loved it. What you think about the halftime show? We loved it, too. Yeah. Man, shout out Mary J. Blige. Shout out Mary Monet J. Monet was out there doing her thing. Yeah. And she sang her ass and off. And she sang her ass off. 
Yeah. Yo, it was a good show, man. I enjoyed it. I laughed my ass up at 50 Cent hanging upside down. Yeah, man. I, I understand the nostalgia of it, but, but Curtis, she didn't have to. Boy, ran up his whole blood pressure. Nobody, <laughs> nobody else. No one asked you. Nobody else did that. No one over 40 did none of those type of stunts. Most I, stunts they did was Mary Fair there. Back. I think he passed out for a second. It looked like, like he lost consciousness for a split second. They had second. to go to the girl, like, show the bitches. Yeah, damn. <laughs> Let this nigga get his hair back. Somebody slap him on the back of the neck. <laughs> Somebody spray him in the face help with some water. Out, help yeah. him out. It's not going good. How long was that nigga hanging upside down? It was too long. <laughs> it was too long. It was way too long. Y'all better stop body shaming Curtis. Okay, because y'all don't look like what you look like when that video came out. Exactly, man. <laughs> Shit. Shit, I was over here like, but Curtis look good. He, he look pretty good. <laughs> that, boy, like, that boy healthy. That boy hell. That boy be eating. Yeah. Them power chicks. <laughs> Shit. Man, COVID came down. Motherfuckers can't get out like they used to right. in the house eating all day. Y'all better leave motherfuckers alone. I get it completely. I had no problem with it. The only problem I had was he had the same goddamn G unit tank top he had on. And now that's the problem. That's you, you that's, can't you, you gotta can't upgrade do your tank. You can't do that. You can't wear the same because I be throwing my old t shirts on right. and be depressed. Be looking like King of the Hill. <laughs> <laughs> I be entirely depressed when I put my old t-shirts on. looking bad at that. I be happy I can still fit my old t-shirts. Shit, I mean, I can put them on. I don't fit them. I just got to wash my car with them now. Shoot, the moo-moo's paid off. They finally fit. They finally fit. I was talking to all that shit about your big ass t-shirts. Now they like, hey. Hey, hug it I told you to come in style. Nigga, I don't live for the future. Y'all niggas behind. Y'all niggas behind me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shoot. But uh, it was dope, man. I didn't know that was the first time the NFL featured a hip hop act for the main event for the for the halftime. Cause you know when we see black, we just consider black. Yeah, we just consider black. Black, you're like, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> representation matters that much. The first time a hip hop act was the was the headline. Sure was. And I said that's crazy as fuck. Hey, as big as fucking hip hop is and has been, ain't never been a time. Oh man, it looked like a ghetto Hamilton. I loved it. I'm just thinking, I'm like, dog, that, that fucked me up. I had to go look it up. I like, go you got me bullshit me. Wasn't oh, nobody you, there. Damn. Wasn't nobody. Man. That was dope. Dre did a good job. Uh, I guess we got to give a salute to uh, Sean Carter for uh, allowing this to happen. Um, but I was I, I was definitely entertained. I had a ball. I was up there tired like a motherfucker. My <laughs> best, the best thing to me, what made the most out of me was when Snoop Dogg said "Crip" on stage <laughs> at the Super Bowl. They <laughs> said, "Snoop, we need you to wear all black because the stage is gonna be all white." Crip. Okay, but now um, what happened is like the stage, the whole apartment complex that we're gonna bring out. You know, it's gonna be a little, a little condominium. It's gonna be all white. Uh, Mary J is gonna wear white, and all the men gonna be in black. Like why? Crip. Yeah. Uh and my wife gonna be dressed in Crip too. What what's the problem? I was sitting there I heard it was Crip. I said, Oh Crip. shit, Snoop is not playing. Snoop is uh He's a, he's in league of his own. He is. He I definitely is. He can do what the fuck he wanna do. He said, I thank myself. <laughs> and I believe it. <laughs> Cause it wouldn't be no Super Bowl without Snoop. You know, you know you made it when they started throwing allegations at your ass. Oh boy. So you know, just 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 take it as a compliment, Snoop. You know, you made it. Motherfuckers start throwing all the type of bullshit at your ass. Right? You see them snitches? Yeah. Like, Ooh, Snoop smoking bullshit. He was in the house. 
Now the house might have been on the fifty yard line, but <laughs> he was indoors. Super Bowl, but he was inside the house. He was inside the house, minding his business. It wasn't his sick. You didn't see. You should have been paying attention to Fifty Cent fighting for his life <laughs> instead of worrying about Snoop Dogg smoking. That's what you should have been focused on. Like Polly said, how the fuck he get down? How did he get down from there? How'd you get down? They had to show the behind the scenes of him jumping down from that bitch boy. He looked like he caught new air when he got out of there. <laughs> Ooh, Lord. <laughs> Thank you. Everybody was a little out of breath during their performance. It was a good performance. Yeah, everybody's a little, a little winded. We're talking about 40 and 50 year olds out here. Hey, they, they seasoned. Seasoned veterans. You know, Mary J. Blige, she, 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 she could hold her range, so she had no problem. But no. everybody else there was like, you nigga. Mary been in that gym. Yeah. She been working on that medicine ball. Man, they posted that video of Mary in the bed with the sheep. I was like, Ooh. boy, boy, man, didn't get it. I be laid like, up all day. How you cheat on Mary? I just don't get it. I, I didn't say I wouldn't cheat on her, but I be laid <laughs> up. <laughs> I'm talking about rubbing feet together and everything. <laughs> hey, you. Hey. <laughs> I was like, Mary could get it all day. I'm tired. My, uh, my coworker, old school cat, you know, he using that. I'm trying to think of a way to say this politically correct. Uh, so I don't go to HR, but them boots was booting, weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> them boots were booting. <laughs> them boots were booting. Oh, man. <laughs> Boy, I'm about holler. He said they went all the way up. <laughs> man. Salute, man. I'm so proud of us. Yo, that looked good, man. It was a good look. Yeah, I like man. seeing the outtakes when people were at like an all-white bar. It was like, ugh. What's going on here? <laughs> it's like it's black. <laughs> you ain't gonna get it. It's not for you. It's not for you. It's really not. What uh, else happened this weekend, man? What else you get into? Man, I ain't getting into nothing. My work schedule is so stupid right now. Um, I just basically been working. I did slide out on moms the other day. Shout out to moms. What up, moms? Uh, we had a good time. Um, just talked a lot of shit. So it's always a good time. And I, it's been a minute since I, I've been over there. So it was dope. Um, we were supposed to watch the fight over here Saturday. Oh, right. Okay. I left my mom house Saturday. I woke up. It was like three o'clock in the morning. Damn. <laughs> I missed. I missed everything. I missed the fight. I missed the calls. <laughs> I missed all that shit. Everybody's like, you talk to have something else. No, I think he's working overnight. So, so I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> what was that? My career watching it. <laughs> I was out. <laughs> yeah, man. I was out. Good fights. Good fights. I heard. No, I heard. It went down. Nobody expected the big boy to get knocked out. Uh, I don't know his name. Yeah. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, he be punishing people, though. He be punishing. I, I mean, saw the highlight. He gave that boy the biz. He, he gave that boy all he had. Yeah. Ty was like, nah, not enough. <laughs> he caught that motherfucker to the elbow Put his dick in the dirt I'm telling Terry put that big boy down Woo So that, there was a controversy about the win With the uh, last uh, style bender They said you know It wasn't a really defined win um, It was close He didn't get knocked the fuck out That says a win to me Yeah but they said he got <laughs> taken down a few times so Because that's all little buddy had And then he wasn't taken down to where he was like Oh I gotta work on my ground to pound guy He was like oh, I'm up Right that's what he they said I'm up There's nothing get off of me Get off of me Lovely. Yo he popped up uh, quicker than uh, Tyson Fury did Boy I'm trying to tell you uh, The airbender popped up 
He was aing that night. <laughs> Shit, he popped up so quick. Well, you know, like they say all, all the time, man. If you want to, if you want to beat a champ, you got to beat, beat a champ. You got to beat the champ. You did not beat the champ. Champ was uh, whooping your ass. And the champ really didn't use his right hand that much. I want to know more about that. What was wrong with it? Because he could, if he would use that right hand, it would have been already uh, the fight would have been over in the third round. Are oh, you a fight coach now? You know, I was watching this time. Okay, I was watching this time. I like, I like Buddy. I like his fighting style. You gotta move your feet. You gotta rotate to the left. Man, he was on it, but he just wasn't using that right. That dude's face was just sticking out there. I'm like, they swing on that bitch. What are we doing here? But yeah, this is a good fight. Good fight. So what else you get into, bro? Um, what else did I get into? Okay. No. Uh she motherfucker. Uh <laughs> I can't I uh pulled up on my parents. Uh, salute to them We kicked it Had a good, good time Had a good family Then we did Super Bowl style Like wings And uh, cheese dip And all them Good fixings mm-hmm. So uh, Mom finally started To use her air fryer So mm-hmm. I just wanted To try it out See what it do I was like Damn I was so trying To get that air fryer Let <laughs> <laughs> me get the air fryer Let me get that air fryer I was like, like One more Sunday She ain't used I'm like Let me just borrow it For a little bit See how it works Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got I got a little air fryer. You know, one of those single men air fryers. <laughs> they got that deluxe digital edition, bro. Cooked the uh, wings up crispy and nice. Dad was like, "Ooh, this shit good." <laughs> I was like, "Damn, they like it now." And, it, and Dad know how to use it, mm. so it's it's a wrap on getting that air fryer. Yeah, you ain't getting that. I getting that back. <laughs> it's done. I come to find out, I heard my dad's been cooking more. Okay, he been at the house showing out. I'm like, oh. Wow, turn up. I tell you, growing up, dad cooked me three meals. You get a boiled hot dog, <laughs> you get tuna fish, and if you feel it fancy, you might get a pork chop. He can do some pork chops. The flip side to it, Pops is like, I've been knowing how to cook this whole time. This whole time. I just I don't just have why. to. Why would I want to do why this? Why would I have to? <laughs> My wife is here showing My out. My wife is showing out. Why would I need to defeat her? I'm, I'm married, my the guy. The man is a genius, yeah. man. I'm trying to tell you. Bob's is a genius. He's been on it. So now, mama use all her energy on the big meal. So he's like, I think ahead of y'all. I'm like, right. You right. You right. You right. So yeah, shout out, folks. Shout out my parents. Out. Great time. And that's about it, man. Just uh, work and shit. <laughs> Lots of work. Yeah, yeah. We know how that goes. <laughs> Definitely. So no no Valentine's Day plans? Huh? Okay. You said that date again. What did I do? I was in the studio okay. for Valentine's Day. You know, I was putting down my bars. Okay. You know, I'm hot in these streets. Oh, word. <laughs> you All know, right. man. Ask Duke about me. I was up there spitting. All right. No, nah, I, I was just sitting in the studio audience and watching everybody else put down their bars. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the studio was packed for Valentine's Day. I guess a lot of people had stuff to get off their chest. That's a good time to get it off. That's a good time. That's a good yeah. time. Yeah, so that's about it. I ain't need nothing. That's what's up. Yeah, single. Hey, I'm at ladies. Single. Holla at me. DMs. Power lunch out at gmail.com. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, let's get into these stories, man. All right. You got some positivity over there? Uh, No. Oh. Life just hard in these streets, huh? Life is hard in general. <laughs> I feel Life you, is hard in general. I want to give a special shout out to Nourish and Bloom uh, Market. Uh, they created their first uh, autonomous grocery store, 
with robotic delivery in the United States and the first African-American-owned autonomous grocery store in the world. I've seen that. Nordstrom Bloom is on a mission to make eating healthy and convenient. We believe that everyone deserves to eat healthy. Slew. And, and like that story, y'all go check them out. You can look at them, uh, look them up online, nourishandbloom.com. Uh, the robot game is off the chain. You go in there, everything's done by weight and food. Everything's like giant scales in there. It's dope. And they did one reason because they have an artistic son. So, you know, a lot of people don't like to be touched or talk to people. So all you got to do is just go in, scan the QR code. When you leave, weigh it and get out of there. Right, and I saw the 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 story about it, and I'm like, this store is too smart for me. I don't think I'm smart enough to shop here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because it's like there's cameras everywhere, so you don't really have to. We we see everything, so right. we ain't worried about nobody stealing, and it's just charged to your account. And I'm like, I I just need to go to the bodega. I, was, <laughs> I need to go for that. You never know what the price might be on a lunch meat. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> who who you know? A lot of white people have a. We have a problem with because there's nobody there to argue with. There's no one. I didn't see the manager. <laughs> Hi, I am not a human. <laughs> this is the price. <laughs> they gonna be arguing through Zoom. Who's your manager? <laughs> they gonna be in a bitch two hours like uh, well, fucking Jim Jones. <laughs> Lunch meat's gonna be two dollars. Two dollars. I ain't get no water or wine when I was waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Shut out, Dorothy Blue. That's dope. I do have a positive story. Yay! Okay, you're excited. Shout out to uh, Aaron Jackson. She became the first uh, black female speed skater to win uh, a gold medal in the uh, Winter Olympics. Hey! 2002 Beijing Winter Olympics. Uh, 29 years old from Florida. Uh, got in first place, man. Uh, in the 500 meter race, she came in at 37.4 seconds. Hey! Getting on down. She said she was emotional. She cried immediately. You don't see too many people skate. Now, niggas can no. skate. We can skate. We got rhythm. We can we be on we've been on a skating rink. We be showing the fuck out. We can move around. Ice skating is a different type mm. of beast. And the, to go fast on ice. You on butter knife. You know, get down. Yo, get on down, man. So salute to you, uh, Miss Aaron Jackson. Salute. Uh, former HBCU roommates reunite after 21 years for a rare life-saving liver transplant. Yep. The bond that college roommates share uh, can sometimes last a lifetime. Meanwhile, others can drift apart and only have those few years of room and board between the two. We came across a pair of former Norfolk State University roomies that re- that's relationship Falls somewhere in the middle. (laughs) Even though they hadn't seen each other in over 21 years, their brotherhood proved to stand the test of time after one provided a part of his liver to the other during a rare transplant surgery. That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. Would you give uh, a piece of your liver to Weezy? I was reflecting on this question (laughs) while you read it, you know. And uh, shout out to Weezy, man. Shout out Weezy! I love my dog, man, but I'm just like... I'll be that nigga to be asking questions like, what's wrong with your liver? What's wrong with your liver? Your liver fucked up. How we get here? How we get here? Yeah. Uh, your liver fucked up. Mine gonna be fucked up. Yeah, don't fuck up my liver. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I mean, I'll do anything to save my dog life. So right. it has to be, it has to be. You know, Keno was my first, he actually my second roommate freshman year. Right. You know, fuck my first semester roommate. But uh, <laughs> Keno came second semester, man. And it's just been my dog ever since. So I, yeah. I got to put Keno in there too. And I'm okay. like, Shout out Keto. Uh, Keto, no. He's my life coach right now. So, 
I'm about to save my life coach. Go ahead to save your life I gotta, coach. I got to save my life coach. Because you need someone to talk yeah, to. Yeah, I got somebody to turn to. So, yeah, that's a good question, man. Do you have any roommates in, in college? Mm, my house. Your house. My parents. <laughs> <laughs> Jiffy, you and uh, <laughs> my new roommate, Spoon. <laughs> Reese, <laughs> you have to give all livers and eventually. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, nah, I was blessed. I just I only moved into the crib. We like, gotta have a time we could just sit down in a safe place and reflect on those times when you had your crib in college. Man, that was a, a documentary. That was, that was a dangerous time. Woo! That's a dangerous time. That's too much power. Yeah. For a 24, 23, 24 year old to have. Yeah, that's that's dangerous, man. We was wilding. It was a good time. Yeah, it was dangerous. Yeah. Uh yeah, that's gotta be that's gotta be one of the moments where the uh the the, the space is safe enough to talk about. Talk it. about it. Yeah, it's 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 still like I think laws still like time yeah. limits. What, what's it called? The uh <laughs> I'm not lawyer. Yeah, I'm we not gotta lawyer. ask Judge Karen uh, Connors. You know, yeah. hey, and it's a it's a lot of people involved that might be hurt by the statute of limitations. There you go. There you go. Let them let them use you. Let them use you. Let them use you. <laughs> you know, it's a lot of people that might be hurt in these comments. Yeah, yeah, a lot it's of feelings so, hurt. You know, we're adults now. Though. We're adults we're, now. We're grown. You know, what I'm saying? So we're grown. Don't, don't take it as you know. Hey, it, it was what it was. Did you know you can use peroxide to get blood out of carpet? Things like that. You know, just. Things like things that. like things of that nature yeah. had to hate you. <laughs> Whenever someone say things of that nature at work on the Zoom call, I have to say had to hate you. I be I be hearing that. <laughs> I can't resist it. I see. I just can't. It's right, only right. But yeah, uh, we got to do that. We got to do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's my last positive story. I think. All right. So. Um, Speaking of the Super Bowl, uh, Marsha Mathers, uh, Eminem, Slim Shady, took a knee during the performance uh, while Dr. Dre was so eloquently on the piano. Now, I found out that they wasn't playing the instruments for real. I didn't know if that was true or not. Oh. But if it if it is, it isn't. They did a good job. Anyway. You faked it very well. Dr. Dre was, shout out to Anderson Pac. That motherfucker had the best time of anybody on the stage. Him and his son had the best uh, Super Bowl weekend ever. His son pictured with everybody. He kicked it. Yeah. Whose son? Uh, Anderson Pac's son. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so he was having the, the best time on the drums. But they said nobody was really playing the instruments. Well, whatever. But Eminem decides to take a knee after he performed his song, uh, Lose Yourself. And... I'm watching it and I notice I'm like, damn, this nigga take a knee. I thought he was performing, but he stayed down for a minute. I think the Super Bowl was over and Eminem was still on his knee. But he was down for Been a very long time. Years. But I'm like, damn, that's dope, man. The only white performer at a hip hop show at, at the Super Bowl took a knee. Took a knee. And it was it was written in the contract or the agreement that some things had to be adjusted for their performance. And some things they didn't they didn't agree on. Some people did some things they said, yeah, like uh, fuck the police part yeah. and, uh, <laughs> You know we hate Popo Like uh, Kendrick Lamar took that part out And they was yeah. like Eminem's gonna take a knee They was like nah M you can't you do can't that You can't do that Eminem Yeah, Eminem did it anyway, anyway. So, What you gonna do Eminem? now Cause you know 
I think it meant a lot more coming from Eminem being a, a white person, especially a white person in that space. Facts. And then it really ruffled a lot of uh, It pissed off a lot of white people. Oh, my God. That oh was my beautiful. God. They were so upset. So, <laughs> yeah, man, this this moment right here is, just, is pretty dope. But how you feel about that? Eminem the one taking the knee. I, I'm glad it was him. You know, I, mm-hmm. I think um, you see us always fighting and, and protesting, and you know, I, you know, for Eminem to take this huge moment to be the one to uh, represent or what everyone's been going through and been talking about for years, and still saying it was awesome. It was a dope moment. Yeah, that's why we. Uh, I hate to say this uh, again, but that's why he's the only one invited to the barbecue. <laughs> I mean, you know. All right. Well, you know, Eminem. I don't know all of his outside moments that he's been. Uh, activist for our people, right? I know he's he's been a part of the culture for a long time. He's mm-hmm. he's fed his family off our culture, right? Right. I don't know how much he's done, like saying, "Yo, you know, whatever what a leader would do." But taking a knee means a lot, especially the NFL. NFL. They hated it. They hated. I it. know they hated it. I mean, at this point, in time, I'm gonna take a win I can get. Right. So I thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So that was dope. I appreciate it. Especially uh, the folks was like, "You can't do. You're gonna be fine." Okay. Say <laughs> right. less. I'm, I'm doing this show for free. <laughs> I can't even get paid for this. I'm pretty sure he got paid. You know he did. They say Mary J. Blige said she ain't get paid for it. Well, that's fucked up. I know, right? That's the Mary J. Blige said she ain't get paid. Sean, Sean Carter, I need you to look into that. I need you to look into that. <laughs> I need right. you to look into that. You know, <laughs> don't feel I don't, right. I don't need that to be a thing. How you allow? How you allow? All these top-notch artists to perform at the Super Bowl because that's your that's your right. your group that's what they put you on for right. to for entertainment. You get the biggest names from the West Coast, uh, biggest names on the on this platform, and niggas ain't getting paid. Not getting paid. Don't, man. Me, don't, don't let me find out that's a thing, dog. I don't know what the story is behind it bro. because no. No, I'm, we 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 ain't shucking and jiving. <laughs> Shit, they shucked and jive. No. Since we on uh, football, mm-hmm. <laughs> the Dallas Ta- Cowboys take another L. <laughs> they were ordered to pay in confidentiality a settlement of $2.4 million after four members of their iconic cheerleading squad accused a senior team executive of warism in their locker room as they undressed during a 2015 event at the ATM Stadium. AT&T Stadium According to documents Obtained by ESPN And people with knowledge Of the situation What kind of behavior? Vorism Basically Oh he's recording them naked Yeah He walked into uh, The locker room And (laughs) The cheerleader Caught up with his phone Horizontal recording And she said She ran up to him And he left but he said, uh, he said, I just walked in the wrong room. I was only in there for a second. The girl's like, he was in there for three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he was in there for a long time. A long time. That's weird. That's weird. He's since retired. Uh, <laughs> I bet he did. <laughs> I'm too old for this. Dude. I'm too old for this. Each woman received $399,000 after the incident. For three minutes? <laughs> three minutes. God <laughs> damn. Three minutes. Uh, his name was Richard uh, Dampler. Oh, I got that name all wrong. You know, Dalrypple, Dalripper. Okay. All right, we back. You know, close enough. <laughs> but yeah, 
<laughs> they had to pay that money. <laughs> Shit. Damn. Yeah, Dad is still taking deals. What's so got? In the uh, Ahmaud Aubrey case, you know, that the three men who were um, found guilty for murdering uh, Mr. Aubrey were sentenced to prison in the state trial. They're now under federal trial for uh, a hate crime, right? <laughs> right. So it's been brought up that two of the members who who were uh, the 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 killers in the situation brought their old messages on social media. Oh, one of my biggest fears ever. Oh, side note, side note. One of my biggest fears. I'm ever. just gonna delete my page and start a new one. <laughs> but uh, so they 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 had several messages of hate towards minorities. They had using the N word, racial slurs, all through their. Uh, violence towards people of color, and they're using that in the trial to show to prove it's a hate crime. Ooh! So they have already sentenced to life, and some one got sixty years, and you know for for the murder. Now this is going to bring extra fines on top of that, and more life sentences. Yes, sir, I'm I'm here for it. I mean, y'all going to spend your whole life in in court. You ain't going nowhere. You ain't going. You gonna be stuck for you a minute. You gonna be stuck on this one. Hey, they got you on camera in 4K. They got the tweets, my nigga. They got the tweets. They got the tweets. I retweeted it. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you lose. Just in case you lose it, man. So, uh, yeah, man. It's you know you can say what it was or what it should have been or what y'all thought it was or choose it. Could have But one, your homeboy recorded it. His dumb ass. Dumb I ass. thank God for him. What? And then. Your, your your previous attitude towards people of color makes it racial. It makes it motivated. You had a motive to to shoot this man for no reason because you already had hate towards people that look like him. All the motive. So yeah, he did that shit. Y'all gonna have some triple life sentences going on in this motherfucker. Enjoy that shit. Yeah, man. I'm gonna pop some champagne for y'all. I'm trying to tell. You, we're gonna celebrate. Yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful day. Beautiful day. Beautiful day. Uh, yeah, that paid. That sucks. Uh, let's let's go to let's say HBCUs real quick. Let me stay there. Redefining the community policing. HBCU refuses to call cops on campus thieves. Extends enrollment offer instead. Sims College of Kentucky decided against going uh, the legal route after a pair of burglars recently swiped computer and audio equipment valued at forty five thousand dollars from the Louisville campus. Uh, it was burgling two times last week and the thefts were totaled about 45,000 local news and outlets of NBC affiliates wife reported hey boy pops up is real (laughs) two different thieves decided to steal the equipment uh, from don't matter where they started from 29 laptops and pieces of damn 29 laptops. Officials uh, used surveillance footage to determine the identity of the individuals who took the items from the uh, Kentucky. HBCU, Dr. Frank Smith Simmons, uh, Vice President and Chief Executive Officer, spoke about the break-in and importance of the laptops and equipment that was stolen. Basically, putting all that aside... <laughs> I'm gonna come back when you tell me what happened. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> put all that, put all that aside. Instead of calling the cops to press charges, APC is known for its work and uplifting help undeserved communities. The school just wants to get the stolen property uh, returned. 
After having to force the culprits into an uh, into any legal trouble, the institution said it was also open a door to the two individuals to take part in the university's program. Basically, gave them uh, a scholarship. Just going on too long. They gave them what? <laughs> they offered them a scholarship to return uh, the stolen uh, devices. Oh, yeah. So salute for not calling the police and doing your own neighborhood policing. There's always other options. That's what's up. Off, off different alternatives. We'll see. They haven't accepted it yet, but we'll see. <laughs> All right. Um, comedian Bob Saget passed away, right? Yeah, that's crazy. So they got the, the cause of death released. The widow and the um, kids. the kids want to block the, the cause of death from being released. It's yeah. already out there now. It's out there. Like once it's out there. It's out there. It was, it was, it's been reported that he he fell and bumped his head mm. and then went to sleep on top of that. Mm. He was, had bleeding in the brain, passed away. They're saying that it doesn't matter how hard he hit. It just depends on how, what kind of angle he hit. And then, you know, going to sleep after a head injury. Like, you know, when you get concussions, they you can't go to sleep. Right. Because, you know, you got to, you know, watch if there's swelling in the brain or anything like that. So, I don't know. It still sounds fishy to me. Looks fishy to me. You know, a head injury, like, like I don't know if you, I don't know. No, it looks fishy to me. Yeah. So, especially if you don't want the cause of death to be released. Live or why? Yeah. So, um, I'm a fan of Bob Saget. I grew up on Bob Saget. So, I want all the real information to come out and everything to be laid on the line and make sure that he, he didn't die in a fucked up way. Y'all just trying to just, you know, do some shit to a nigga. So, Facts. I need the truth to come out. I need the truth to come out. Because you used to be your family. Danny Tanner raised me. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, Zachary Avery Hortz, a small-time actor who admitted to operating a multi-million dollar Ponzi scheme, was sentenced to 20 years in federal prison on Monday. The DOJ uh, said the news release that Hortz raised at least $650 million with bogus claims that investors' money would be used to acquire licensing rights to films that HBO and Netflix purportedly had agreed to distribute abroad. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he got over on there, but he, but he in jail now. <laughs> 20 years? Man, I was watching, you know, I'll be up late and shit. I was watching, it's called American Greed. Mm-hmm. It's these documentaries of people who done these, you know, ridiculous things to get money over the years. I wa- probably watched four episodes of it, right? Right. Motherfuckers out here wilding. 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 PPP long show me what happened if y'all niggas got reparations. This, <laughs> this motherfucker was out there making fake... Um, Ecstasy pills. Damn. He was selling so many fake pills on the black market that the pills that he didn't get in the bag, he just vacuumed up with a vacuum. He didn't feel like picking them off the ground. <laughs> I don't like, need yeah. this fake shit. He made millions, man. Damn. They found him and he got years. So, But I'm just watching these documentaries, dog. It's like it's crazy what people would do for money. All for the money. And it's crazy what people would do with money. Yes. So yes. It's, a, it's a ridiculous if you ever see any episodes of American Greed, motherfuckers is crazy out here for the dollar. They're in these streets wild. 
Wildin'. We ain't talking about a couple hundred dollars. No, nah, we talking about millions. We talking about millions of dollars. <laughs> we talking about millions. We talking about that money you got to pay Davis to get off your case. <laughs> right. <laughs> we talking about millions. We talking about money, money. That money, money. <laughs> anything else? Nah, man. I don't have anything else. Let's take a quick commercial. Bro. Sure. Shot to be bartender. We'll be right back. The healthier choice. Helping people see a healthier them one supplement at a time. For all your health and wellness needs, contact The Healthier Choice. CEO and owner Leyland Lambert. Phone number is 501-553-6287. Or you can email them at thehealthierchoice25 at gmail.com. The Healthier Choice. Helping people see a healthier them one supplement at a time. Now let's get back to the show. In today's age, it's all about originality, creativity, and customization. Putting your name brand on your merchandise so people know who you are. No one else is better equipped to do that than Kiana Conway with Addicted Crown. You can find her on Facebook and IG. She can do anything from masks, tumblers, domino sets, customized to your liking. Holly at Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft. Find her on Facebook and Instagram. We at the Power Lunch Hour would like to wish the biggest congratulations to our sponsor, Chris Staff, who will be opening his own barbershop, KCCI Barbershop, at 1212 Military Road, Suite D, Benton, Arkansas, 72015. Call Chris to book your latest appointment at 501 4360 Book your appointment. Get cut. Get fresh. Get fly. Treat yourself because you deserve it. Chris Staff at KCCI Barbershop, 1212 Military Road, Benton, Arkansas. Do yourself a favor and get right. Now let's get back to it. Act two. Yeah. We're back. We are back. It's time for movies, TV, music, Fix My Life. All of that shit. All of that good shit. Start with TV. Let's go with Abbott Elementary first. Oh, shit. I forgot to watch that one. Oh, man. Was it good? It was good as shit. One thing about Abbott, you can ruin it for me, though. I know. I'm not going to say a, that. It's a comedy, though, man. So you can... I, I'm the, Oh, I can't ruin it? Yeah, you can ruin it for me, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. So, uh, uh, Janine's boyfriend, Tariq, was performing for their version of Dare. <laughs> it's called Fade. <laughs> Who, the rapper dude? Yeah, yeah, the rapper dude. Uh-huh. He performed for the school. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd she do that? Oh, man, she said she asked someone, and they said, cool, and then they called Tariq, but he got it on his own. <laughs> he did it on his own? No. <laughs> You know, he did the rap thing on his own. It was funny, though. But they got it. It was basically the episodes about, I was I hope he was watching this. The episodes about uh, work friends versus real friends. Mm-hmm. And so Janine uh, was uh, like, uh, Jacob, the white boy, carpooled with her and Tariq to work. Mm-hmm. And they rapping in the car. <laughs> trying to rap the car <laughs> so uh, this whole episode was about uh, Janine finding out that Jacob got a boyfriend. She said, because she was trying to hook him up with somebody. He's like, yeah, how about that? Oh, the white dude gay? <laughs> he gay shit. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so he was telling her, he said, why would you tell? I thought we were friends. 
He's like, we're work friends. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. No, the most clingy motherfucker talking about we work yeah, friends. We work friends. Yeah. But it's the reason why he said that, and so you know, you check it out the episode, it yeah. gets into it, and uh, some of that is like, I don't want to talk about my relationship because I don't want to talk about yours. Mm, that's real. And then the best part of this episode, because everybody had pressure on Janine this episode. They, Ava, hey, shit. I'm just telling you that right now. Ava is fucking hilarious. Yeah. But uh, the, that's the principal flow, so don't watch it. She funny. But uh, my boy, everybody hates Chris. Oh, my man stepped to the challenge. Mm-hmm. He was like, yo, Tariq, do you want to be with Tariq? Make you happy? I'm apply pressure. Apply pressure, my nigga. You better apply that motherfucker pressure. You better pressure. apply that motherfucker pressure. I was up in there geeked this shit out. Oh, shit, that nigga done it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yo, um, we get to re- uh, meet everybody hates Chris. What's the name on the show? I don't know. Gregory. We get to meet Gregory's dad. You're going to love who his dad is. Mm. <laughs> it's not who you think. <laughs> who I would want it to be is not there, but it's still fun. Okay. Um, who else was on the show uh, this week? Yeah, Tariq's, Tariq funny as shit. Boy. It was a good show. It was a good show. Check it out. Let me check it out. That's what's up. Uh, yeah, because of uh, I guess these uh, quick comedies, I miss these quick thirty minute comedies. I I dive back in my bag of Martin. I've been marathon watching Martin. Mm-hmm. I started with the second season and just been working my way up. I didn't watch Martin every day. Every day, I watch Martin every day. It's funny to watch it in order, though. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you see the progression. Mm-hmm. It's like damn, they got a new set every season. I'm proud of them. That was covered up. Yeah, Martin yeah. is all time. It's classic, man. It's classic, man. When they start that CD player, when brother man had that CD player, bro. Oh, man, you can't beat that episode. Yeah, the New Jack City episode. Yes, Lord, you can't beat it. Yeah, you can't. Um, I, when I turn on, when, when I see Martin, I turn on Martin, and I just be like, when I know it's the episodes when they weren't in the same, Gina and Martin weren't in the same. Right, episode, right. I, I don't watch those. Nobody watched those. You but know. that's when Pam really stepped up. Pam had Pam was carrying that show on her back. She was carrying that motherfucker on her back. Pam, Pam was doing the work for two women. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. yeah, she really stepped out. But I don't. I I just didn't like the 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 chemistry about it. They kept trying to hide her in different scenarios where she couldn't be around. I right. Mean, I don't like that. I ain't got time for that. I don't like that. I don't got that time. For that. I, I want to see. Martin and Pam going at each other all episode. All episode. Give like, me a little nugget. Y'all get along sometimes. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, and then you know it's crazy that. No, I'm not gonna say that. But you know the the whole uh, reason kind of why is because you know Tisha felt like Martin was doing things that was inappropriate. They since made up and apologized to each other and all that good stuff. Man, that was motherfucking uh, her husband. Man, that wasn't. I don't. I don't think person that was Martin. I don't think that was Martin. I think I think that was a husband. Like he don't like the way he's 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 so close to her. Right. In my opinion. All right. I think that's exactly what it was. You know. So I mean, she, I hate it had to beat it down. I'm glad they pushed through and got their hundred episodes, but I hate it had to go like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think it could have had a better ending. And really, you know what I'm saying? Gave it what it was worth. You wouldn't try to do a reboot if it, if it was that bad. Right. Yeah. Right. R.I.P. Tommy. R.I.P. Tommy. Tommy Ford. His real name in life is Tommy. <laughs> dope. Um, what else we watch? Uh, what else I watch? I miss. Oh, Ghost. No, not a Ghost. Sorry. 
Force. Oh, Force. Yeah. With Tommy. Power. Well, you watched this week's episode? What you I think? I did. I did. Um, man, Tommy is a, is, a, is a real hustler, dog. Hustler. He a whole fucking hustler. Man, know the game back and forth. Damn. Um, like, like Jay-Z said, put me anywhere on this earth, I'll triple my worth. I'll triple my worth. That motherfucker went to Chicago and said, I still get bread. I still get bread. It came up with a bag. Yeah, he said, you need some money? All right, I got it. What you about to do? I'm about to make money, make some money. What you what mean? What you mean? That's what hustlers do. Yo, that's what hustlers do. I like the ride-along scene. Uh, I was mad, frustrated, but happy laughing. It was one of those good ride-along scenes. I'm, I'm looking forward to see where this season goes with those two working together. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're going to put in a lot of work. He got a lot of shit going on. Tommy here for the shit. Tommy here for all the shit. Yeah. You got to have that no fear mentality, I think, if you really want to succeed. You just got to have no fear. It's like, hey, yeah. you're going to get down and lay down. Yeah. <laughs> and I ain't laying down. Whatever's going to happen, happen. But I know these streets, so. I know these streets. I know you ain't built like that. Okay, Tommy would have found a motherfucker who decided to wear Fendi on a kidnapping. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck, bro? You know I can find you, right? <laughs> Shit. Yeah, so yeah. I'm I'm here for force. It was it really uh would show me the dynamic between the brothers. It yeah. was like the older brother still think he's that nigga that before he went in. Right. The little brother then came up like, yo, this is what we do now. He's like, no, nah, it's not what we're doing. He's like, well, well this, is, this is what we do. What we do. Like things, he keeps telling him things have changed since you've been gone. He's right. like, no, nah, this is going to be on. He's like, well, all right. Little niggas came in with the strap. Boy. He was like, we put the straps down. They was like, nigga, I listen to you old nigga. Old nigga? They was like, what the fuck? When he get in here now, I put the straps yeah, down. When he oh, tell me no. Oh, shit. Oh, okay, that's what we doing. That's what we doing here. So he went straight to Tommy. Tommy didn't even holler at you. This nigga over here hot headed. <laughs> Real quick. Real quick. He already knew he already knew Tommy took his spot that quick. He was like, damn it. Took my spot. Took my spot that Yo. fucking fast. <laughs> oh, some little niggas. Little nigga shit. <laughs> <laughs> now he do it right along. <laughs> I don't think little brother would have got uh would have made that right along work though. I don't think that would have did the time limit. <laughs> Yeah, they they hustled their ass off. Well, they did. They did. They come up. Yeah, so I, I, I'm I'm here for the ride. I'm enjoying it. Right. Uh, so I want to see where it go. Him and his brother, it's a it's an interesting dynamic. Yeah, you know. So Tommy uh, got that other white boy. Uh, drove like a mug. Yeah, <laughs> he hit them cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> he hit them cheeks, and she cooking for. Man, it's man. When they start cooking for you, boy, you might as well cancel it. Yeah, man, just go. Just, just focus on yourself. Just focus on yourself, man. Just you know, what I'm saying, take up your father's business. His health ain't all that. Yeah, <laughs> do what you got to do, man. <laughs> yeah, he not built for it either. You know, I don't think they got the right roles. Like the sister would need to be the one in the streets because brother weak as shit. Yeah, Tommy gonna end up hitting her too. He know he is. <laughs> it's just come. It's a matter of time. Yeah, just a matter of time. Uh, yeah, what else I watch? Um, I think that's about it. I caught up Peacemaker. Yo, it's dumb. It's funny. Check it out. Um, I think that's all my shows. I don't remember watching no movies. I watched uh, the untold story of uh, Bill Goldberg. Yeah. The wrestler. Right. I just fell up on, on that motherfucker. I just kept watching it. <laughs> that's you know, how easy if, it happens. If, if you from my era, you know how big... Uh, Goldberg was in wrestling. Facts, you know he he was he was uh, he was a monster. Yep, 
Like everybody wanted to be Bill Gore. You you was spearing niggas at school. Spearing motherfuckers. Yeah, nigga, you would tackle motherfuckers like, on the Like, bro, I still gotta go to lunch today. We be, we be in practice, man. Motherfuckers just stand around. You would spear his ass. <laughs> just <laughs> off the strength. Uh, Goldberg was a, a, a amazing figure in wrestling back when I was watching it. But Bugs. just watch the stories and all the athletes who hated on him, who who didn't like the way he, you know, he came in and just Shook the game up, right. you know. He went like a, 170 those. and oh, that was the narrative. Like he's undefeated. Nobody was fucking with Bo- Goldberg, right? And you know, he was telling stories about how uh, the uh, the industry wanted him to lose to Nash, and he was like, "Well, I don't make the decisions. I just I just come here to do my job." So the way they did it was kind of fucked up. He felt like, you know, they took his title off some dumb shit, off some politics. He's like, I'm, I'm not really in their politics. I just come to work and, and beat niggas ass. That's what I do. Yeah, so it was interesting to hear the backstories, and they were showing the episode where him and Dallas, Dallas, Dallas Diamond Page wrestled. Right. And he, like, separated his shoulder in the match, and, you know, it was, it was, it's crazy how, you know, wrestling is fake. But it's but real. It's real. Yeah, they really jumping and hitting. Motherfuckers. They really fucking niggas they up. They just eating that shit. They just know there's a storyline to it. Right. That's what I had to get over. You know, so I was upset when I found out wrestling wasn't real. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's still real because niggas really get their ass fucked really, up. Niggas really jumping off those cages. So he separated his shoulder, but he still had to, you know, do his moves and shit. So it was it was crazy. And then to see uh, DDP in the interview today. That motherfucker aged like milk, nigga. Boy, like all did. Ew. All did. I ain't even recognize them. Beer, drugs, and water. No water. That's what they do. Damn. I mean, they they live like rock stars. So. Every city. They every night they're in a different city. You know what I'm saying? They little were rock stars. They were rock stars. Yes. But Goldberg still look good. Like he was still in shape. He was still he's drinking his water, mind his business. He could be down there sixty years old. He could still take his shirt off. Man, you in shape, bro? <laughs> you cut up. You yeah, cut up. You do your thing. Heck yeah, yeah. So it was a good story, man. I, I'm glad I ran into it. What I gotta stop doing is watch. I've been watching uh, Adolf Hitler documentaries. Yeah, you gotta stop that. I <laughs> you gotta stop that. I'm telling you now. For the past two weeks. Oh, yo, yo, bro. I've been watching Hitler documentaries, right? <laughs> And it's crazy. The, the motherfucker was wild. It was a wild dude. It was an evil motherfucker. Just imagine that dude in your class who had to go through special needs classes because he was too different. What? Like he had, there was something wrong with him, but they couldn't put a finger couldn't on it. Put a finger on it. This but he was always at lunch about like 11 o'clock. Yeah. He had the whole hands walking to the lunch line. They had their helmet and they got out of school at 2 30. This motherfucker running the whole goddamn nation. I mean, looks familiar. From the drugs, <laughs> from the, uh, just the the mental health, yeah. The decisions to over overtaking. I mean, the motherfucker was crazy. I had it to stop watching this shit. shit, dog. It was evil. It was an evil. It dude. was an evil motherfucker. And just imagine a person of that mindset to to make other people believe what he had was real. Sounds familiar again. Shit, sounds eerily familiar. Like someone we know. I gotta stop watching that shit. <laughs> yeah, for real, for real. Because you know we don't want you marching on the Capitol, <laughs> January sixth. <laughs> Shit But uh, I ain't watched anything else though. Oh I forgot to tell you I watched Bel Air The oh, Bel Air okay. debut They dropped the first three episodes I'm like 45 minutes into the first one okay. I'm here for it I'm here for it uh, Shut up uh, they, they were so Philly that first episode <laughs> They even had Freeway in that motherfucker Get out of here <laughs> Yes sir <laughs> That's what's up Yeah it was good It was good I liked what they doing with it The The uh 
What's, what you call it? The uh, okay. Let's look. Uh, what you just said, brother? Mark? The reboot. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like the reboot of it all, man. They, they still keep the elements from uh, the old show, and they crack one liners with it. I was like, yo. I yeah. like, yeah. I'm here for you. You sure was. And then as you identify the new characters, who's playing the new roles, like Jeffrey is no longer British. He African now. Okay. <laughs> Jamaican, whatever. <laughs> he's of that descent, but he on his shit. Yeah. I want to tell you, he's on his shit. He's on his shit. I think he got a piece in his bag. I think the butler, Jeffrey, got a gun on. Yeah. Yo, uh, the dad running for district attorney. Yo, dude, on his shit. Oh, it's cool. It's cool. They got Hillary not looking as airheadish, or not looking airheadish. She on her business grind. She wanted these uh, millennials on her money hustle on this YouTube, making it do what it do. Yeah, it's dope. I like yeah. it. Well, I, my, uh, Carlton going to be problematic. I can see it now. One of these guys at my job, he keep telling me, like, man, you got to watch this shit. You got to watch it. You got to watch it, bro. Yeah. He a younger cat, so I don't know if he... We understand the original version of it, yeah. But um, he's here for the new one, so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, cards are gonna be a whole problem. No, yeah. he ain't he ain't the same cards. <laughs> he went through some dark times. I don't know, man. <laughs> this cards a little different. Yeah, this cards are with the shits. <laughs> oh no, oh no. So yeah, check it out. It's pretty good. And I think that's all for my shows. Am I forgetting anything? No, everything else is gone. Yeah, boy. <laughs> I'm like a motherfucker. Uh, Snowfall on its way back. Snowfall. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to that. All right. Uh, music. What's going on in the music world? All right, in music news, man. Did you watch the verses between uh, Music Soul Child and Anthony Hamilton? I did not. I did not. I couldn't find it. It's on It's on Instagram. Oh, it was actually on there. I must have been busy at the time. Because when I logged on, it wasn't on there. And then I got busy. Okay. Well, yeah, it's on the Versus page. Um, How was it? Watching on YouTube tonight. So, um, it was a struggle at first. Okay. Vocally, I heard that. Um, Anthony picked up real quick. Like he, he you know, <laughs> you know, he live. Yeah, you know, he I live. do live. I do these shows. I do. I these got shows. this voice. I don't know when the last time we seen music in real life, um, but he struggled. Oh man! Like he struggled. And he was trying to do too much vocally when we like you really can't carry that. Yeah, and they did it live too. Yeah, I was like, man, maybe you know. And I'm a huge music soul child fan, and we had this whole discussion prior to the verses saying that you know music gonna body this nigga. He did, you know. Um, you know, Anthony don't have enough hits, and but Anthony shut it down. Showed his ass. Man. I seen the highlights. Motherfucker was singing. Singing. I mean, sang the motherfucker under the stage. You can't, you can't be good singing. They had to put the motherfuckers the the the, the words behind this nigga's songs when he started playing his tracks. Man, music wasn't really delivering the, the performance part of it. Ah, see, that's that's key right and there. And the thing that's is, key. he was doing short versions of his song. He did a whole song one time. He was doing short short versions of the songs that we like that I right. like. Right, you know. Um, and I just felt that, you know, maybe. You got to get some samples before you you start these <laughs> verses. Let a, let a nigga see where you at, you know, right. vocally or performance wise. Because what, what, that what you doing in your life? Yeah, now? How, how are you right now? You know, COVID been a thing. Uh, boy, Anthony yeah. been on tour. Anthony been making just money. He just left the concert in Houston coming to the verses. And he had the Hamiltons on his back. Oh, boy, it's a route. Yeah, and he brought out other artists out there. You know, what I'm saying and, and 
Motherfuckers, music is like, oh, you brought everybody out. That's, I'm watching this tonight. I'm yeah. so proud of Anthony Hamilton, man. Yeah. Anthony sang his ass off. Even songs, motherfuckers didn't know Anthony was killing it. That's what I'm talking about, Anthony. Man, let yeah. them niggas know you real, bro. Anthony's this like, you're not going to do me. That's what's gonna, up. Because everybody, he was the, uh, it was the underbeat. Yeah. The other car. You, you you're not going to do me. Shit. I'm Anthony fucking Hamilton. I'm so proud of you, Anthony, boy. Yeah. I tell you. I was, but I was very disappointed in the performance part. Cause uh, I'm a huge music soul child. Like I thought this verse was gonna bring the love back into my heart, right? And I just come out my shell and be like, you know what? I'm gonna find love because I got two soulful <laughs> niggas, right? Doing the verse because you know I'm not here for the R and B shit. But these two motherfuckers, I came up on, right? As far as the love version, making love music, make it sound like you want to do it, right? Right. Man, you don't miss a love of music. Heart. Music let me down, man. <laughs> Even my favorite songs, he wasn't performing right. Oh, man. I'm like, dog, man. I had to go back and listen to his motherfucking album. Did he keep the shades on? Yeah. That might have been a problem. It wasn't. He couldn't see the lyrics. He couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't see what he was saying. He, you know, he, you know. And he had the hoodie on and shit. It was just. A hoodie? Yeah, he had the hoodie on. And the R&B concert? <laughs> I know my boy Anthony came in, uh, dressed out in some suits. Man, he came I think in. I seen one suit he was in. Yeah, he, Anthony showed his ass though. Man, slow Anthony Hamilton. Well, I'm, I'm so proud of you. That's what I'm talking about, Ed. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, so I, I, I'll, I'll definitely give it to Anthony because he he did a great job. Hey, I should have my Anthony Hamilton bag later this week. That's a lot of what I've been bumping. All right, so the things I've listened to. Um, Snoop Dogg. Hey. You got an album out. I don't know V O D R. Mm. I don't know is that the V O D R. I don't know. Uh, let me know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the album. The old folks now, <laughs> right? Um, shit hard. I really enjoyed. It. I really enjoyed listening to it. That's what's like. Up. It just made you feel good. You know, Snoop is a, a is an entertaining dude in itself. Facts. Um. And then the fact that he he own, now owns Death Row, Salute. he made some references towards that. And at the end of it, he was like, "If you want your executive all in your videos, and shit, like, <laughs> come to Death Row." Throwback. That was the that was the icing on the cake, though. But the the project was fire to me. Uh, the vibe was dope. Uh, it was it was just a dope project, man. Shout out, shout out to Snoop Dogg, man. That's dope. Just to be in the game so long and still giving you know legitimate music that people can vibe to, right? One time for Snoop. One time for I Snoop. tried to listen to uh, Trade of Truth, uh, Truth Season. Mm. I know how some people feel about Trade of Truth. Right. Mm. How do they feel? Well, that he the truth. Oh, okay. Um, I, you know, it's, it's just it's just not for me. You mm. know, it's just it's not for me. I tried it. It's not like <laughs> it's, it's not like it's garbage. It, the music is there. Right. You know, the content is there. I just don't like the way it sounds to me. So, uh no, I didn't. I didn't, I, I didn't <laughs> said <enjoy> no. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't enjoy it. My throwback uh, projects are Erica Badu, mm, uh, Buddhism. Mm, that was a good one. That's back in the day. Uh, once again, when me and Kino's roommates, he used to bump the fuck out of Erica Badu. <laughs> so he made me an Erica Badu fan. Can't be mad at it. Every time I walk in there, motherfucker, it smell like weed, incense, and all you hear is motherfucking Erica Badu playing. <laughs> Every fucking day. Like, nigga, did you go to class today? No. I got in touch with my inner self. Right, motherfucker. I reached a higher plateau. Yeah. You know he was the first line about them, but no pussies. Probably so. <laughs> so, Eric Badu, that's a dope album. 
I went back and listened to uh, J. Cole, The Off Season. Mm. Still a dope project. It's dope. Still a dope project. Um, and Music Soul Child's first project. I, I still bumped that one. I had to go back and listen to it because the things he was doing wasn't doing it for me. Okay. Right. You I had mean, to get it right. His, 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 his name is Music. It's not singing. <laughs> so, and uh, a friend of mine, she was like, uh, I went to a couple uh, Music Soul Child's concerts and he didn't do very well either so apparently it's, it's a thing he doesn't do good live that he's don't he don't do good live like, he's better in the studio like how do we feel about music like is it is, is it over i mean i don't say it's over but do, does it take away from music soul child's legacy because he can't perform live right now he just need to keep producing and writing it's yeah. all right and, and you know do studio hits you know yeah. he's still music soul child okay but don't you dare go one-on-one against anthony again because yeah. <laughs> it did go well that's apparently not, that's not your lane right that's now. not your lane yeah. don't you go against a southern artist that's just a pure singer like Jill Scott told y'all he can flat foot sing his ass off. He can. That was your warning. That was your warning. Y'all didn't believe it. Yeah, man. This and that's all I listen to, man. That's what's up. Um, yeah, of course I had Anthony in rotation this weekend. Guess because it was, you know, what what holiday was that again? Valentine's Day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was in rotation. I end up pulling up on uh, Melanie Fiona. You know, that's a talented young lady. Mm-hmm. Salute to whatever she got going on now. I think she just had a new baby and, you know, happy in her life. But uh, that, that young lady could sing her ass off. Okay. So shout out Melanie Fiona. Then, so listen to Melanie, I had to go listen to CeeLo's old project. Okay. That was dope. And I think, oh, and I put uh, Missy Elliott back in rotation again. Shout out to Missy. Shout out Missy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's about it, man. For me, anyway. All right. Welp. Hey, boy. Look at that good computer. (laughs) (laughs) said, no, sir. You're going to do something you ain't supposed to. All right. You know what it is. It's time for Fix My Life. (laughs) Boy, you's fucking up. (laughs) I don't know what the button's at now, dog. I don't know how to do it. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga had one job. You had one job. I was playing with the buttons earlier, uh-huh. and I ain't go back to where I was supposed to be. At, right, 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 right. Yeah. And so fix it. <laughs> there you go. It looked right. There you go. All right, all right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When, you, when your engineers are co-hosts at the same time, man, that's what you need. Right? <laughs> you just need niggas in your corner like you that. You just need your corner. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got the engineer calls, you know what I'm saying? Editor, editor all of this shit. Uh, Producer. Producer. <laughs> Director. Promoter. <laughs> Security. <laughs> Website developer. <laughs> Sometimes you need motherfucker with multiple hats. I'm tired of fighting with my life over here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, fix it. He fixed it. <laughs> what more can you ask for? <laughs> oh, boy, I love me some you. <laughs> Ride or die. I don't give a fuck. I still ride shotgun. <laughs> Shooting all these motherfuckers. Bring me down the guns too. <laughs> Shit. Okay. All right. <laughs> let's try this again. All right. Let's try again. <laughs> you know what it is. 
It's time for Fix My Life. I just knew you was going to get it wrong. You know, I was like, going to fuck up on purpose. I thought going to do it. I was going to fuck up on purpose. I, I, I was waiting for it. Just keep the party going. <laughs> We're having a good time. <laughs> We're having a good time. <laughs> I'm laughing. <laughs> Dear Paolo Challenge hey. <clears throat> I recently googled my brother-in-law To see if I could find his birthday mm. Which I had forgotten Damn. When, when his name came up So did some information I wish I hadn't seen He's a convicted sex offender Rape in parentheses <laughs> Who has served time I'm assuming my sister knows about his past, but what if she doesn't? I don't know what to say. I don't want to say anything to her because if she already knows, she'll be upset that now I know. If she doesn't know and I tell her, I'm afraid she may blame me for messing up a good thing. Should I talk to him and ask him if he's told her or should I leave things alone, let things play out naturally? I was shocked by the revelation because it doesn't fit the man I know. Signed, shocked in the south. So it's her sister's husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, for one, I just don't. I don't like the fact that you're trying to hide behind trying to find his motherfucker's birthday. Birthday. That's what pissed me off from jump. Like you Google him to find his birthday. Just ask just his ask sister him. what's his birthday. Yeah, you, you really just you want the, you just want to find some shit on his ass. Right. You did a background check. Nobody and you. How you know you gonna Google to find his birthday? I know no Google search to find your birthday. You know what you could have did. Facebook, Facebook. <laughs> you could have took your ass over to Facebook, found his birthday like that, like everybody piece. else, like I do, because I don't know nobody's birthday. Who I'm gonna Google? Like if I Google somebody's name, it's gonna be a thousand now, people pop up. You gotta find out that then you find out what kind, uh, what he got locked up for. Right. Come on now, quit lying to us. Yeah, just just say you you trying to do a background you on your back- sister husband. Right. You found some shit about her, and you wonder if you want to say something. Don't say you're trying to find his birthday because the birthday is easy. You can just ask. Yes. What's your birthday? Oh, okay. You uh, what's your sign? Yeah. You, okay. Cool. You a Capricorn? Cool. You know what I'm saying? You're Leo. All right. Hey, sis. I know your husband's birthday coming up. What day is? What it? day is? Yeah. We're going to do something for him. No, that's your little petty You went ass. to Google. You went to Google. You went to the feds. You dropped $10 to get some papers processed because they tell me it's a fee every time I try to look up somebody charge. Right to know not even around no more like that. Google is the feds. They work together. Facts. So, no, don't don't try to hide behind that shit. No. But besides that, Besides man, that. You found some shit out. I would tell you. You went and found what you was looking for. You found what you was looking for. <laughs> right. I got this nugget. Mm. Do I tell her or no? Tell her. I mean, you got it. Now you tell got her. It. You got to tell her now. Right. And she going to be like, how you know? Girl, now, now what you going to say? Oh, 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 that's going to be the truth. <laughs> yeah, now use that whole, I'm looking for your 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 husband's birthday excuse see to, your, to your sister and see how that goes. First thing I said, bitch, why did you just ask me? Why did you just ask me? <laughs> Shit. Yeah, okay. All yeah, right. all right, cool. All right, messy, messy, messy ass. All right, yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I knew about it and what? Messy Mindy. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. So, I mean, to answer your question, I tell her. Tell her now. You know. You know. I tell her. You'd be, you be fake if you didn't. Right. Just a yeah. look, girl. I wouldn't be a nosy. Sorry, yeah. I'm looking out for you. You know me. You know me. <laughs> uh, this nigga was convicted of rape, though. Yeah. I'm sorry to be the one to tell you. Yeah. But you're going to have to tell her now. You know. You're going to have to tell her. You're going to have to. Yeah, you fake if you don't. Facts. So, yeah, you found what you're looking for. And, uh, yeah, you got to deal with it. 
So what, however she react is how she gonna react. But I mean, it's, it's, you're in a position now that you you didn't found the the hidden link, right? You know, you in there now. You gotta tell you in the fight now. <laughs> you in that fight? Keep, keep fighting. Keep fighting. Fight for yeah. your life. <laughs> Google some good shit about him. Bro. Okay, he also helped kids. I don't <laughs> think that works at the same time. All right. <laughs> he adopt puppies. <laughs> yeah, something. Something. You better find something good. Yeah, so yeah, you gotta tell them. Cause family dinner's gonna be tight. She's gonna be interesting. <laughs> She's gonna be the Diana of the family dinner. Right, telling everything. I'm telling everybody been <laughs> But y'all wanna say how he was convicted of rape. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> we wasn't even talking about we that. We wasn't even talking about. Oh no, I heard somebody say my name under their breath. <laughs> I thought y'all was talking shit. I thought y'all was talking shit. I was waiting to tell a nigga some I'll shit. take that back. My bad, my bad. My pass bad. pass the macaroni. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So yeah, you you got you in the waters now. Yeah, you there. Yeah, and that's the only letter I got this week. All right, for sure. Let's take a quick commercial break. If you want to write in to the Power Lunch Hour, it's Power Lunch Hour at gmail.com. We'll be happy to hear from you. All right, we'll take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. The healthier choice, helping people see a healthier them one supplement at a time. For all your health and wellness needs, contact the healthier choice. CEO and owner Leyland Lambert. Phone number is 501-553-6287. Or you can email them at thehealthierchoice25 at gmail.com. The Healthier Choice. Helping people see a healthier them one supplement at a time. Now let's get back to the show. In today's age, it's all about originality, creativity, and customization. Putting your name brand on your merchandise so people know who you are. No one else is better equipped to do that than Kiana Conway with Addicted Crap. You can find her on Facebook and IG. She can do anything from masks, tumblers, domino sets, customized to your liking. Holly at Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft. Find her on Facebook and Instagram. We at the Power Lunch Hour would like to wish the biggest congratulations to our sponsor, Chris Staff, who will be opening his own barbershop, KCCI Barbershop, at 1212 Military Road, Suite D, Benton, Arkansas, 72015. Call Chris to book your latest appointment at 501-533-4360. Book your appointment. Get cut. Get fresh. Get fly. Treat yourself. Because you deserve it. Chris Staff at KCCI Barbershop, 1212 Military Road, Benton, Arkansas. Do yourself a favor and get right. Now let's get back to it. I got time today, cuz. I got time today, cuz. Today, I got time, cuz. You know what it is. Yes, sir. Act three. Get off your motherfucking chest. Air that shit out. You gotta let that shit go. Knock everything off the table. Flip a motherfucking table. Fuck it. <laughs> let it go. It's time to help you sleep better at night. Boy, get off your motherfucking chest. You don't want that constipation. At all. Let it all out. It's time to let it go. Let it go. Well, I got time today, cuz. What you got time for today, cuz? Today, I got time, cuz. Uh, one thing I'm learning. Uh, you know, it's a shame you have to keep saying this, but when you're in a position of power, you have the power. And you have to be very careful how you use that responsibility. Um, and when I say that, I means you got to be careful how you talk to people. 
Because, mm-hmm. you know, these folks ain't going. And in, in the middle of a pandemic, this is not the time to try to be a hard ass and talk to people like they're your kids. Because I'm telling you right now, they not. And they'll swing on your bitch ass. Right. They ain't fucked up about no job. They ain't fucked up about none of that shit. So when you take the time to use your power to really just belittle someone or agitate them or just try to get a reaction out of them, you are the worst scum on earth. And you need to know that about yourself. Right. And I hope any bad thing that happens to you kind of do. Just so you can know an inch of what it feels like when someone with power over you does. Right. Because you're a scumbag. And there's no place for that in the workplace. It's not It's not needed. It's not going to help your bottom line. And are we here together? Especially if you come into this power and you the new guy. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're going to need these people to actually know their job. Right. So you look good. I'm trying so, to throw your weight around. Right. Trying to throw your weight around and shit. And then it looks really awkward when you throw your weight around and that that, that complexion doesn't add up. Because mm-hmm. guess what? People going to start noticing. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to get called out. And then your ass going to be in HR. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. So be very mindful and careful how you use your power with people. Because ain't nobody got time for that. I ain't your motherfucking child. Yeah, when that, motherfuckers ain't going for that shit no more. We not. It's no excuse. There's too many options out here right now. It's a lot of options. Right. So, you know, if you want to maintain your workforce and a positive work environment, you know, just, just be careful. It's ways to get someone to get something done. And if they don't, I understand. Go through the steps. Fire the ass. Do what you got to do. But don't purposely go out your way to be a dick right. if you got the power to be. And that's, that's why I got time today, cuz. Yeah, because everybody don't deserve that position. They really do not. You might have all the accolades to have that position, but you don't have the mindset to run that position. Facts. And, you know, that can turn a whole business around because you're not fit for that position. So, yeah, you got to know, you got to appreciate the people that, that help you out. Right. Make your job easier. Right. And that good old boy mentality is for the birds, man. It's 2022. <laughs> it is. It's, let it go. Yeah. Just let it go. I got one coworker come in there and play uh, patty cake slap ass with uh, one coworker. Then the other coworker he talked to like shit. I'm like, bro, they in the same office. <laughs> they sitting right beside each other. <laughs> you you, you got to be careful with that, man. Yeah, people notice that shit. People notice that shit. You lose the people lose respect for you for real and fast. So yeah, just be mindful. Watch your motherfucking tone. <laughs> <laughs> shit. <laughs> Watch your motherfucking toe. You addressing me? <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying shit. And this might got time today, cause today I got time, cuz I feel that shit though, <laughs> man. I had to be careful. I can't have much money, but I gotta know. Yeah. Watch your motherfucking toe when you talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> shit, because <laughs> I ain't the one. I swear to God. I will walk off <laughs> just to make sure I don't get fired. I, mm, couldn't, couldn't be me. <laughs> Shit. Well, I got time today, cuz. He got time today, cuz. Today I got time, cuz. My time today goes to all you motherfuckers on the white side of the spectrum who's upset about this hip hop uh, excellence that was at the Super Bowl halftime show. I loved it. I um, told you it was a nigga Hamilton. As we was. Uh, conjugating on Twitter as a family, talking about this excellent moment in time. In the same time, there were people being retweeted on the timeline about the hate, about the disgust, about the negative energy, 
you white people were highly upset. Highly to see mad. this many black people showing their ass at the Super Bowl. All the the negative words, the racial slurs were thrown around. Y'all just y'all just took your your, your hoods off all the way. Y'all off. wasn't hiding behind no goddamn avatar. Y'all wasn't. <laughs> Y'all wasn't using no burner accounts. This me, Willis. This is me. Whole whole names oh, and shit. Hard. Y'all was very upset about this shit. Well, it's a lot of pink slips this week. <laughs> and, it, and it made me feel good. It made me feel good because I knew how how dope this was. I knew right. how legendary this moment was, but to see the hate lets me know how great this moment oh, was. It was beautiful. I seen them breaking TVs. Y'all, y'all did not want to see this, and, and and it upsets me because this is some great shit. Great, you shit. should appreciate. I know y'all dance to these songs. I know y'all do. I know y'all dance to these songs. I know y'all was jamming when the motherfucker came on, but you hate to jam to it, right? Because all oh, the, the Super Bowl was not made for this. Because y'all so used to seeing this country music shit. Yeah, yeah. Y'all used to seeing this shit that nobody can dance to. We just got to sit there and applaud, right? But this motherfucker was a jam, jam, and y'all hated it. Didn't like it at all And y'all motherfuckers Out there just showing Y'all naked ass Y'all took your hoods off Y'all want the world To know how upset you was Because you see There's this many black people At the fucking Super Bowl Having a ball You know I mean the n-word everywhere Everywhere The n-word was everywhere Oh it was loose Boy it was, it was loose. loose It was like an episode Of Boondocks The one with the teacher I mean It's one thing Not to like the music Right Because I don't like Country music I don't like I don't like it so I mean, when you, got you, couple of years, but I don't when, like when you when you when you do it the Super Bowl, I just sit there and listen to it. I'll, I'll change the channel. I'll, I'll come I'll back. I'll be back in fifteen minutes. I'll come back when the third quarter starts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't have Not a problem. But for you to sit there and endure this magical moment and to be upset at the same time, it just it really lets me know how much you love us. It lets me know you you really I'm love us, with. but you hate to love it. Right? You hate to love it, and it was right in your face because y'all love the Super Bowl. I love the Super Bowl. Ooh, I hate to love it. It's my jam, that. but why y'all uh, at the Super Bowl? And y'all got to do better. You have to do better. Way better. Um, and it just, it just exposed you for the people who that already know you. We <laughs> knew you was like that. We went to the same clamming. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it was a it was a, a pivotal moment in history, and I and I think it just really showed your true colors. Facts. How does world view us? Facts. Because the biggest stage. That's how y'all felt. It aired it out. I loved it. It's just music. It. For the ones that actually did like it and got along with it, salute y'all. Right. Salute. Y'all right. knew how to get, have a good time with it. Right. So, well, yeah, I just, I just I just appreciate it, but it look, it's, just, it's just sad that we're still here right now, 2022. It's, it's disappointing and disheartening to know where we're here right now. Yeah. Like, bruh. Bruh. Like, come on, dog. What did you gain from this? What, what is that hating your heart going to do? Right. That's a shame. Yeah, do better. That's my time today, do man. Do better. Do better. Today I got time, cuz. <clears throat> let's talk about it. I had to let's talk about it, but I want to pivot to another one. Okay. Because of the conversation you had uh, about the workforce and, you know, position to power. Right. I had this conversation with one of my friends, and something came up to where uh, somebody who was in a position of power was using that power to... Um, Use leverage towards their uh, subordinates for sexual favors. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna leave it at that. Okay. Um, in the workplace, there's a hierarchy. Mm-hmm. I don't care where you are outside the workplace, right. but inside these walls, there's a hierarchy. Facts. People have to report to people. People have people reported to them. There's people that on a different level as you. And some people use that position to uh, put 
you know, pressure on other people to, to do certain things. Facts. And I don't care what profession you in, there's a hierarchy. Facts. And people take advantage of that. They do. The question was, you know, do I say something about it? If I see it happening, do I say something about it? Tell the higher ups that this is happening. Do I do that? And my response was, you don't say shit. Don't mind your business. And because I know people higher up know that this is going on. Facts. And every 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 genre of the workforce, this is going on. This is going on. And people use that. And I don't I don't agree with it. I think it's a terrible thing. You you're a terrible person if you use your position to put pressure on other people. Facts. Because people need these jobs and it's Me. a livelihood. Right. So you putting them you're making their, their workplace uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But for you to jump out there on the ledge for somebody else who who hasn't jumped out on for their you. own. Right. If a person hasn't come out and said, this person did this to me, mm-hmm. then you react. Right. Because they have a statement saying this happened. But if you just hear some things and you, you heard, and I don't think that's the place for you to jump out because if you shoot at the if you shoot at the crown, you better not miss. You better not miss. You better have your papers and ducks in a row. Once you shoot at the top, you better not miss because they can bring down fire and fury on your ass. Facts. Um, and I just I just want to talk about that as far as the workplace because it's right. I don't care what you're doing, right? But some somebody somewhere is using their position to to put themselves in a position that it shouldn't be. I always do. So how do you feel? Like if you're in a position where you know somebody's using their position in the wrong way, would you say something to the higher ups that this is going on? And see, like you said, it, it, the higher ups know. The higher ups are the ones that put them in that position. Right? They knew what they was dealing with when they got in there. You ain't gonna be making that much money, and they don't know your background. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. It's, it's, it gets different, uh, especially at my level. Uh, nah, your, your higher up is <laughs> the nigga. <laughs> you know the man. Right. So you know it's like ugh. You just have to bide your time. <laughs> I mean, if it happened to you, be blessed. Right. And if unless that person actually comes forward mm-hmm. and you witness it, now if you witness it and that person come forward and they got no ally in the fight and they kind of had your back at work, now if was an asshole to you at work, that might have been. <laughs> but, <laughs> but if they are genuinely decent person and you know they ain't got nowhere else to go. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, use your best judgment. But I would say, but. I would help them if they needed a witness. Like, did you see this happening to this so-and-so and this thing? Ooh, can I be anonymous? <laughs> Shit. Because <laughs> this is your livelihood. Right. This is your livelihood. And um, But if they ask you for support, I mean, if you see if you see the uh, egregious things that's going on, and it could actually, like you said, if you can hit that motherfucker in the head and not miss, go for it. Yeah. Go for it. But... If they ain't been holding you down, uh, shit, you better mind your business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you see Jake crying at your desk, what did you do? Shit, I turned around and minded my motherfucking business. And I think it's called, oh, shit, excuse me. <clears throat> I think it's locker room talk. Like, right. if, if it's this locker room talk or if it's just, it's just uh, gospel at the, at, the, at the water cooler, right? that's not the shot to take. That's not your shot to because take. Because... You know, people will will have stories going on like this person doing this to right. this person doing that, but nobody came forward and said this person done it to me. Right. 
I wouldn't I wouldn't jump out the window for it. Jump out that window. I wouldn't be the first one. I want to be that person because you're it's allegation now. You don't have no proof. Right. But if somebody can come to you and say, This person done this to me and I just need some help, I think that's a position you can take as far as being in a position of power to help a person who's who's being taken advantage of. Facts. But just to hear about it. And people talking about it, it, it happens everywhere. Everywhere. It happens everywhere. Right. So I wouldn't try to campaign some shit that you heard. Right. But if somebody needs your support on some shit, then, then that's you when you go. Definitely be there. And then that's, when you go. that's what that HR office for. I mean, right. set yourself up to make sure you're secure and safe. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's boundaries there for a reason. Uh, you know. Protect yourself at all times. You gotta, you gotta cover your ass. Cover your ass. Have your ducks in a row. I'm telling you. Yeah. Because they, they have theirs in a row. Yeah. Because when you miss, <sighs> might as well just pack it up. Might as well just be started looking. Let me go on this Indeed and LinkedIn. <laughs> Let me get my resume updated. This resume, right? Yeah. <laughs> Steal me some good office supplies. I can use. Yeah, I need the stapler. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's so hard to find a good stapler. It is. It really is. It really is. It really is. They don't make staples like they used to. Oh God, that that big metal, that that real concrete, like, oh, it's yeah. gonna staple. These janky ass staples be jamming so easily, bro. Plastic bitches be breaking everywhere. Right. Yeah, yeah. How you gonna use plastic to make metal? <laughs> <laughs> Who thought of that? <laughs> Shit. So yeah, that's good. Let's talk about it. What you got? Um, same in the work. I uh, talked about it earlier. Um, about. Abbott Elementary, you know, workplace friends versus real friends. Do you have, are any of your workplace friends your real friends in real life? No. <laughs> Not no. And if you happen to listen to this podcast, <laughs> just know it's a no for me, dog. Yeah, I'm the I'm the I'm the coworker who doesn't go to lunch with you. I'm I the don't go to lunch with my lunch myself. I'm the one who don't come out to birthday functions. <laughs> don't invite me to your your gatherings. I'm not coming. I'm not gonna be there. I'm not coming. <laughs> and I, I'll let you know up front. So right, um, we we have conversations at work. We're friendly at work. Right. You know, cordial and shit. But don't invite me nowhere because I'm not going. going. Don't, I'm going. not I'm not accepting your friend request. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. no. No, I don't have I don't have any friends inside of work. I feel you. What about you? I got a workplace friend that she liked my mama. Not my mom. Excuse me, mama. I apologize. Disrespect. Disrespectful. I apologize, mama. I ain't shit sometimes. She like an auntie. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And she holds you down with that good solid advice. You know, help you help you push the paperwork through. Mm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times, give you some good wisdom. You know, support the power lunch hour. You know, one of those types. Mm. But as far as kicking it, hanging out, nah, nah, nah. We don't do that. We don't do that. Because right. work is work, home is home. Them two, them two different personalities for me, for one. Right. So, yeah, nah, nah. And then when you do blend the two, you want to take the outside to the inside. And I'm not trying to hear all you, your outside beef with your coworkers at work. Because right. you, you put yourself in that position. Why do they know this much about you? Why? Why are you so forthcoming with this information? Why? Wow, you need some real friends. You really do. You need some real friends because you shouldn't be at work complaining about some shit you did at the bar with your, with your co-workers. Facts. I don't care. Hey, when I get off work, you might get 30 minutes of me talking about what pissed me off at work, but then it's over. I had to leave it because I'm not trying to keep have that, bring that into my house. Right. Yeah, you got to leave that. Put that cloud up. It's forgotten. 
Man, we had we we got off work one time and they were just sitting around talking. I'm packing my shit up. They're like, like, where are you going? Home. I'm going home. Oh, we hanging out. We talk. No. 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 <laughs> y'all don't want to go home. That's y'all problem. That's y'all problem. Y'all don't want to go home. Y'all ain't got a safe place. Y'all spouses is, is annoying <laughs> the fuck out of y'all. Y'all drove. Y'all want to stay here longer. Yeah. I was, I was nah. like, you still here? Oh, I leave on time every day. Yeah, no, I'm not sticking around just to stick around. <laughs> I'm not sticking around, man. Every blue moon, you catch me slipping because I'm working late on a project that I got to finish. But nah, I ain't sticking around. You I ain't going to be that. No. I'm not even Just to shoot the you. shit with y'all. Hell no. We had eight hours to do this. Yeah. Nah, I'm good. Everything you had to tell me, you should have told me. Should have told me. I'm good. I'm packing my shit. <laughs> I'm out this bitch. For real. Facts. So yeah. That's my let's talk about it. For sure. Shout outs and roses. Of course, my roses always go to my parents. Shout out to the what parents. up, Mr. and Mrs. Doseki? What's up? What's up? Dad say y'all ready for these new jokes. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm I am ready. It, Pops. I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here for it. Heck yeah. Uh, shout outs. Uh, man, I just got to shout out my crew, y'all. We've been through some shit these last couple of years. Uh, love y'all. Thank y'all for holding it down for me. I appreciate it. Um, hope I'm able to just return the love. For sure. Yeah. You? Um, no, you know me. I don't have any shout outs, man. <laughs> Uh, I do, I do. I listen to the Frocast, man. Frocast, you, you, you're doing great work over there. Frocast the always so love, I, man. I, I really appreciate the the movement, the 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 Black Podcast yes. group that's really supporting everybody. Yes. I just think that's a dope thing. Very um, dope. I'm gonna do a better job as far as you know replying. <laughs> do a better job as far as being supportive as well. My bad. Uh, there's some dope podcasts out there Facts. with some great minds uh, that that look like us. So, Facts. Uh, shout out to the Frocast. You, you're doing God's work. You really are. Uh, bro. You you doing that leg work? I listen Lord to the, knows. The, the last episode with uh, Twelve Kyle Podcast. He did he he did a, a great job on the Frocast. So that's a great blend. I like to see great minds coming together. It was a dope episode. So. Um, yeah, the Frocast, uh, King Jeremy, really doing the Lord's work, bro. Like, you really, really are, putting bro. the legwork in and getting people united Facts. on the forefront just for some things that we love to do and, um, just getting recognition for it. So, I really, I really appreciate that. We appreciate you, man, for real. Y'all go listen to the Frocast. Great, great team over there. Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, shout out to my, my folks, shout out to my crew, shout out to my family, shout out to everybody who fuck with us. Facts. Yeah, in a nutshell. Yeah, ready. If y'all want to write in, uh, I got time today, cuz let's talk about it. Got a question you want to just, you know, see how we feel about it. Please feel free to write in to powerlunchhour at gmail.com. We'll be happy to hear from you. Uh, anything else? You good? I see it, bro. All right. Uh, be on the lookout for some special announcements next week. Looking forward to it. All right. Yo, it's your Captain Corey Doseki. It's your Uber driver. I'm something else. And we out this bitch. We are out. <laughs> Catch y'all next week. The Healthier Choice. Helping people see a healthier them one supplement at a time. For all your health and wellness needs, contact The Healthier Choice. CEO and owner Leyland Lambert. Phone number is 501-553-6287. Or you can email them at thehealthierchoice25 at gmail.com. The Healthier Choice. Helping people see a healthier them one supplement at a time. Now let's get back to the show.
today's age, it's all about originality, creativity, and customization. Putting your name brand on your merchandise so people know who you are. No one else is better equipped to do that than Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft. You can find her on Facebook and IG. She can do anything from masks, tumblers, domino sets, customized to your liking. Holly at Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft. Find her on Facebook and Instagram. We at the Power Lunch Hour would like to wish the biggest congratulations to our sponsor, Chris Staff, who will be opening his own barbershop, KCCI Barbershop, at 1212 Military Road, Suite D, Benton, Arkansas, 72015. Call Chris to book your latest appointment at 501-533-4360. Book your appointment. Get cut. Get fresh. Get fly. Treat yourself. Because you deserve it. Chris Staff at KCCI Barbershop, 1212 Military Road, Benton, Arkansas. Do yourself a favor and get right. Now let's get back to it. 